What's going on, everybody? It's Rockman3k3. It's your boy, and I'm back uh, here on the Nerd Blade. The Nerd Blade! <sighs> um, <laughs> I'm really sorry, guys, uh, that I could not make it to last uh, show or the Tuesday show, but um, I'm still stuck in Earth 4. Uh, we're having a few wars up here. I've been called out to straighten it out. Uh, trying to make my way back to 616. Uh, but yeah, things have just been a little crazy lately, so forgive me. But, uh, here I am. Um, no, but it's, <laughs> that situation is happening, aka I had some repairs I had to do in the house. Shout out to the landlady for staying until 10pm to get it done. Best landlady I've ever had, ever. Uh, really great people. Um, so yeah, guys, I'm here, I'm, I'm back here to do a show, a solo show of the Nerd Plate. And let's jump right into it. I got a lot of juicy things uh, this week. So, first thing I want to get into. Now, first off, I want to say shout out to my co-host, uh, Elroy, for holding it down while I was gone. I appreciate you, bro. I'm so sorry about the inconvenience. Uh, again, like he said, we're not beefing. I promise. It's just we had a lot of things come up and our schedules couldn't sync up well. Um, so... Here I am, and he, and there he was. He did a great job. I love the episode, bro. Uh, very tight, and I'm gonna respond to some of the things you were talking about uh, pretty soon. But before that, I want to get into some good hot topics. Uh, so shout out to him, of course. Last week, also shout out to Shogun from the government name for holding it down with me. Uh, we did that one episode, really awesome. I went back, listened to it. I loved it. Um, just a great, great crew. Uh, check out the government name if you had. They've had some great episodes happening lately. Uh, so it's Conversation Con Artists. I mean, those two podcasts are on fire. Much like ours, because, you know, we're the best in the universe. In this particular universe, hell, in all universes. But, you know, we do anything. So, anyway, your boy out here. Both of them. Your boys are out here. Um, so let's get into it. So the first thing I want to talk about is Epic Games takes on Steam with its own game store. Now, for those of you out there, uh, first off, if you don't know what Steam is, oh my god, but um, for those who don't know, Steam is a PC service uh, online where you can go and buy PC games. And it's this nice service that keeps everything for you on a nice little database of all the games you buy. You can install them at any time on your computer, if not, you know, it's saved to a store. That way you don't have to worry about keeping up with CDs or CD keys or, you know, trying to keep up with different services. Um, Steam is one of the biggest and the leading companies uh, when it comes to streaming. Not streaming, I'm sorry. When it comes to, like, downloading PC games. Um, it pretty much took over the PC market. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's it was it's been unchallenged for a while. You've had a few step up, like Ubisoft Store and origins but of course steam is still king well this time epic games is stepping into the ring now for those of you who don't know who epic games is epic games is the developer behind such great titles as of course the unreal tournament series from way back when uh gears of war before they gave the rights over to microsoft uh shadow complex and a little old game called fortnite now Here's the big thing about what they're trying to do next. Number one, 
Uh, if you play Fortnite, fuck you. No, <laughs> I'm just playing. If you play Fortnite, I mean, that's that's you. I, it's just not for me. And I'm not going to hate on it. It's a new generation. That's whatever. That's for them. Um, but they plan on having a streaming service for their fans being able to, like, you know, um, buy games as well as, you know, preferably make games and put it on their system. Now, here's the thing. So, uh, the reason why it's such a big deal, and I'm kind of in on the fence about it. Now, let's let's kind of kick the ballistics about Epic Games. So, first off, Epic Games is actually making a lot of money with or without getting, you know, this up and started anyway. I just want to go ahead and clarify that. Uh, the reason why I say that, because the biggest thing they're known for, and one of their biggest money makers that almost... 80% of the industry, I would say, that's safe to say, uses, is the Unreal Tournament, or they call it now Unreal Engine. Uh, way back in the day, and this is in the 90s, and this is before some of you were born, uh, and then, you know, some of you may or may not remember this, but when a little game called Unreal Tournament came out, it made the careers of Cliff Blazinski and a few other people, most noticeably him, though, because he's one of the lead designers on the project, uh, but they also created this beautiful engine, and they gave people the tools. That was back when, like, when everybody would create games, and then they'd give you a debug room, or they'd actually give you the tools. Well, they created this beautiful engine called Unreal Engine. And the first few were, like, very primitive. But after a while, they started making, like, very great, just off-the-chain engines that let you do just about anything. And before you knew it, it went from just being an engine for, like, first-person shooters to an engine for everything. Um, and so, that's where a lot of their money is coming from uh, because they've had that for a while. In fact, right now, the Unreal, I think, engine is on either 4 or 5 version. It's on the 4th or 5th version. But anyway, I mean, people have been using that for years. I mean, all your, your great games of, of late... Uh, you got, like, in, of the past, like, Lost Odyssey on Xbox, which was really good. It used the Unreal Engine. Um, a lot of new games on the Switch used the Unreal Engine. Warframe used the Unreal Engine. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful, and it's so versatile. So, that's where a lot of their bread and butter money is coming from. That's why you haven't really seen them make a lot of games. Well, here's the other thing that's crazy that they're about to start doing. So... Apple and Steam, well, no, 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 okay, let me, hold on, let me, let me kick the ballistics real quick. So, their revenue stream, what's crazy is, I want to say, huh, hold on, okay, yeah, so that is standard, okay. My bad. So, Apple and Google, and even Steam, on the revenue split. So, let's say for indie developers like myself, right, that want to put games out on Steam or Apple or Google, alright, which I do want to put my games on all of the systems I possibly can. Well, on Apple, Google, and Steam, they all take a 30% cut. Um, and that's very standard. Uh, that's almost expected nowadays. Whenever, you know, you put out a game. Um, and they leave 70% up to the developer. That's still a good deal. That's not bad. Well, 
a long time ago, Unreal Engine 4, when it came out, um, Unreal Engine, after a while, you know, because, because they, they, it's really expensive. Now, you can get a free college version of Unreal Engine or a student version where you can just make stuff or test out the engine if you would like. That's free. But if you ever wanted to develop a game for it, it was kind of expensive. So after a while, I'd say like probably three or four years ago, Epic Games came up with a great idea saying, you know what? We're only going to take 12% now of whatever you develop. So it's free to develop anything on our system. But if you want to publish it, we'll take our 12% and that'll leave you with 88%, which is which is unheard of. It was crazy. It was unprecedented because... We're so used to, like, trust me, guys, back in the day, development engines cost an arm and a leg. Some of them still fucking do. It, even in 2019, where we have mostly free software for a lot of shit we need for game design, like, there's still so much stuff you have to go through, so many hoops you have to go through just to get licensing sometimes and even pay for it. It's ridiculous. Well, Epic came up with that because they were like, well, you know what? Since everybody likes the Unreal Engine and we feel like we can get more money this way if we mainstream it, let's just do that. Let's only charge like, you know, I think it was 12 or 10%, right? Well, this new streaming service that Epic plans on doing is going to do the same thing. That's right. So think about it. Epic Games said, hey, this time when we come up, you know, and we have our streaming service, it's going to be an 88-12 split, which that's crazy. That means they're only taking a 12% profit from it. So if I release one of my games on the streaming service that Epic's going to provide, they only are going to take 12% of the game sales revenue within the store, and the remaining 88% would go directly to developers and publishers. That's insane. That's crazy. And that's, you know, that's great that they do that. Um... Because that means more money for us. So I'm happy about that. Um, the only thing that worries me about... So that's that's one that's a pro for having it. I'm all for that. The only thing I am worried about, though, is that... Alright, so Epic Games... Um, now they have the streaming service. Alright, so Fortnite. And the, and, and the reason, before we go on to this, guys, the reason why they're doing this and they're able to kind of do this is because Fortnite is making that much money. It's crazy. Uh, I still don't like Fortnite the way it's set up. I think it's pandering, Uh, but it is making almost like $328 million, which is insane. Um, So it's really crazy that they're going to the streaming service thing, but I, I get it. But the only so here, here are what worries me because the pro is they have the money to do it. The other pro is they're trying to give us more money as indie, so they're trying to get indie life out there. And then uh, the other pro is you know they plan on giving a lot of like rights and uh, a lot of things back to the consumers. Like for example, even on their refund policies. They plan on just giving you a 14-day no-questions-asked return policy, which that's tight if they follow through that. Now, I sincerely, and I say this with all love, I sincerely doubt that's going to be a reality because 
Fallout 76 is a good proof of that. Like, Bethesda does not want to give that money back. And we're going to talk about that later. But, um, that's really cool that it will do that. And then, on top of that, it's going to be available outside the U.S. In most countries, except for China, where prohibited by U.S. law, such as North Korea. Um... And Iran. So China, North Korea, and Iran. Unfortunately, you guys are out, and I'm sorry. That sucks. Hopefully, you can get around that trade thing, but that's some um, with the the whole presidential whatever. Uh, anyway, so here's here's where it can get crazy. So if you look at Epic's game library, okay, all they really have is Unreal Tournament games. Shadow Complex and Fortnite. Now that's not bad. Fortnite is making them a lot of money. And hey, you know, like go for it. But they will have to start pumping out more games. Just kind of put it on there. Now, of course, you're gonna have your third-party stuff, I guess. That's gonna be the other thing, too, is that they're gonna have to you know, be willing to, like, okay, well, hey, we'll put it on our site, or hey, because that's the thing about Origin and Ubisoft, like, Ubisoft and Origin will put some of the games that they didn't develop, they will sell some of them, and then sometimes they won't, so that's going to be the other thing, too, um, is, is it going to be a true, like, like, Valve Steam setup, to where, like, hey, we're going to sell everything, including Assassin's Creed, including our competitors, you know, or is it just going to be one of those just like, uh, okay, I guess this is, you know, we'll just put out games that we buy from indie or whatever. Um, so that's going to be the big thing. Um, and then on top of that, how is this going to affect Fortnite? Well, I don't think if they're smart, they'll try to keep it from, cause Fortnite has, first off, I'm going to say this about Fortnite. And I'm calling it Fortnite has a very like shelf life finite trend like kind of expiration date on it. And I feel like after like all this initial hoopra about it settles down, it's just gonna die into obscurity. All casual game like fair like this one, they do the same thing. They're hot for a quick minute and then people just lose like interest. So I really hope they have a backup plan and I hope they have more games coming. And if they don't have games themselves coming, I hope they go out and recruit a lot of people um, who are indie game developers like myself. Um, Now, it's not saying... Ah, This is hard. It's not saying that they this is necessarily a bad thing, but now... They're gonna have to really, they got to really like think about it because now they're kind not that they're limiting themselves, but they kind of are. They they have to really study Valve because if they're not careful, they they could restrict themselves away. Because and 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 what I mean by that is like okay, so now the Epic Games is saying hey we're gonna be like Valve. Now every major publisher and developer is going to start looking at them a little bit differently. Especially the consoles. Consoles are going to look at them differently because now it's like, okay, well, 
Now y'all not third party anymore. Y'all are kind of the competition. So we don't, you know, if they don't play nicely, if they don't like kind of sit down and mediate well with the consoles, this could take Fortnite away from the consoles and the phones, which would suck because that makes Epic Games so much money. So this is how they have to like, they have to kind of like, okay, like they have to ensure, you know, Microsoft and Sony, hey, we're not taking anything away. This is just us doing our own thing. And, you know, we're not trying to kill people. We're not trying to kill off the price or anything or the price of certain things. We're just trying to get ourselves out there. So they have to pretty much explain, like, okay, it's not going to affect anything. Because now, you know, Fortnite has its own launcher, according to them, um, and... It has its own, like, servers. So they're half of the way there. It's just consoles have the right to say, okay, well, we don't want you on our system anymore, and so it's no longer going to be playable because they've done that before uh, or they've stopped carrying stuff in their store. So now they got to really just be careful because that's like, um, a lot of people don't know this, but a long time ago, Steam, the Steam app was going to come to the Sony PlayStation. It was going to come to PlayStation 3. And, you know, they were, they were very close to it. Uh, and, in fact, Portal 2 was supposed to be, like, the first game to kind of debut since it finally hit consoles. But the problem was they couldn't come up to a good agreement on what they wanted, uh, pricing, things like that. And, oh, hold on. Let, I'm going to let the train pass real quick. Okay, cool. Um, so going back to Fortnite. Um... So, yeah, so now they have to, like, really be careful. And, you know, going back to what I was saying about Steam and PlayStation 3, uh, the problem PlayStation had was that, in terms of pricing, Steam's, what they wanted to sell it for was going to conflict with what PlayStation wanted to sell it for. Or, like, they had sales. They wanted to make sure their sales correlated onto the system. And when Sony and them couldn't come up to an agreement with that, they were like, ah, I'll just forget it. Uh, in fact, like, that's why they gave out free coupon copies of, uh, or free, like, a free game copy inside uh, their discs when they released them a long time ago. Because the plan had been, not only could you play it on your PC, but you could also play your PS3, and you could play it digitally if you download the Steam app. But that never came to fruition, so whatever. But, yeah, so that's, they gotta watch out, um... On top of, like, a lot of other things, because, of course, like, Fortnite is now coming under, like, extreme scrutiny for, of course, like, stealing two Millie's dance, uh, the Millie Rock, and not giving him money, um, which, that, that's a long legal battle that's gonna be tough for everybody to prove, um, because the way the law is set up, like, you can't copyright dances unless it has an order of sequences and steps. So it kind of sucks. I hope 2 Millie wins because they do owe him money because that is the Millie Rock, but it, it's going to be crazy. But anyway, um, going back to Epic and their new uh, streaming service, they do have to be careful. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, I mean, honestly, like, as a, as a developer, I would love this shit because... I mean, that's more money in my pocket when my game finally comes out. King will tell coming soon. Yeah. Uh, but as a gamer, I'm a little worried because 
if it doesn't, I feel like if Epic Games doesn't pull this off, it's going to go the way of how Origin is to where, like, oh, you got to sign up for an Origin count. Now, as you, like, I get tired of that shit. Like, I just got Warhammer uh, 40K Inquisitor, and it does that shit. I had to join some website just to play the game. Like, here's my thing, and, and I get it. Like, it's it's not so harmful, and, and it doesn't take away from the process or anything but come on guys like i don't want to have to sign in for every single game i don't want to sign in for servers i don't want to have a password for this server or that's it just it's too much if you're on the sony network server as long as my username is in that should be the only thing i shouldn't have to worry about anything else and it sucks because sometimes if you don't agree to like join these servers like, you can't play the game. Like, a good example of that is when Army of Two, uh, whew, the second one, whichever one it is, um, or even the first Army of Two, if you, a lot of them had that glitch to where, like, if you didn't sign in immediately to the EA servers, it would it would freeze, or you couldn't get in at all. Um and I don't know if they ever fixed that or not, because I was done playing the game, whatever. Same thing with Mercenaries. Mercenaries had that same fucking problem. I couldn't get into Mercenaries 2 because it was like trying to find the EA servers. And when it couldn't, it just crashed. So I really hope that stops because that gets on my nerves. So I hope Epic doesn't do that with Fortnite or uh, you know any other thing they're going to introduce on this new streaming service. But um, I mean, hey or a new like PC service or online or whatever. Anyway, um you know, best of luck to them, but I really hope they think about what they're going to do and I really hope that they actually put out more games because I mean, that's all they have right now. It's Fortnite, Shadow Complex, which is still Cliff Blazinski's like project that he did for Microsoft a long time ago, but it was under the Epic Game label. And, you know, Unreal Tournament. And like I said, they can't use Gears of War because they've sold that off to Microsoft. So now Microsoft Studios owns that. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. Uh, just keep an eye out on it. And, and just, you know, again, it's a vote with your dollars. You know, if you like the service, go for it. Uh, hopefully, this will, like, be great for indie developers to get out there and this will get us more money. Um, But, yeah, I, I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see. So that's on watch. Um, the next thing is, believe it or not, and I'm sure Elroy somewhere is like getting like a little kid, Crash Team Racing is possibly getting a remaster. Now, they're saying it's going to be teased at the Video Game Awards, which suck ass. I hate the Video Game Awards because they never talk about anything good. And it's just a popularity contest. But, you know, that's going to be awesome. That's going to be interesting. So, Elroy, if you're listening, that's for you, bro. Like, Crash Team Racing. About to be redone. Need to jump on that. Um, so, the the next thing is... Now, I thought this to be funny, too. Um, oh, before I get into the next thing. So, okay. Before I get into the next article that I got, I want to say this, too, about... Uh, Daredevil and Marvel and everything. I want to do that update real quick. So listen, for everybody's out there freaking out about Daredevil, don't freak out. This is Disney just moving their series over to the Disney streaming app. I'm telling y'all, 
Don't be fooled by what these, like, directors, these actors... Well, actually, the actors aren't saying shit. That's the funny part. The actors aren't saying shit. They know that they're just going to get poured over. I know. Luke Cage, Daredevil, they're going to cancel Jessica, and they're going to cancel Punisher, too. It's all part of the plan, guys. Like, stop freaking out. It's not that we're not going to see them anymore. It's just Disney's like, hey, you know what? These are doing well. We're going to take them over to this streaming app. So stop listening to these directors and writers who are like, oh, we didn't know what was... They know exactly what's happening. They are trolling y'all. I'm telling you. Watch out. So uh, there's that. And then, of course, uh, the new Captain Marvel trailer is really cool. Uh, I still want to see it. It's going to be great. Uh, I was interested to see it anyway. It's just, you know, it's it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, well, I mean, it's. It, I think it's going to be good. Uh, I think... There's really nothing else Marvel can show us without ruining anything. So they're kind of keeping everything hush-hush. I think the movie will be good. And I think it will tie in nicely to what's going to happen two months after. So, you know, just on the Daredevil tip and, you know, the whole Netflix shows. Just wait, guys. I'm telling you, next year, as soon as Disney streaming app is announced, they're going to hit us with those shows plus, like, (laughs) five or six more because they got... A uh, show for possibly Killmonger in the works. We know Scarlet, uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Loki are definitely in the works. And they got work plans for a few others. Probably even a Hawkeye series, guys. So just chill out. Like, stop posting all these angry, like, oh my god, why would Netflix do this, Paul? They know what they're doing. This is all part of the business deal. So there's that. Um, and Netflix is still winning out here. Even though they're losing all those shows, they're getting a ton of other great original shows as well as original anime that's off the chain just go through netflix and search through it trust me you'll find something to watch i have the utmost faith in netflix so netflix will always be out here winning please believe that so there's that now let's move on to uh nintendo switch online now nintendo switch online is going to get three new games which will include you ready Ninja Gaiden, that's right. Ninja Gaiden will be on the next uh, Nintendo Entertainment System library update, uh, which, let me see what the other ones were. Okay, it's Ninja Gaiden, Warriors Woods, and Adventures of Lolo. So, basically, Ninja Gaiden, Warriors Woods, and the other two, you can just kind of, I mean, the other one, you just, whatever. But, uh, check it out. Also, check out the, uh... The Nintendo guys, it's or the Nintendo Switch, it's got some cool shit on. It's just, it's doing such a great job. Also, Smash Bros. comes out tomorrow. They have an early release now. If you had yours reserved, uh, it is coming out early release. A lot of the local Game Stops and Best Buys, uh, as well, Walmart might have them too. Uh, you can, if you buy them online through Nintendo right now, you actually get uh, 450 gold points. Which is basically Nintendo's way of giving you $4.50 to use on something digital uh, the next time you you shop online. So if you want that. And you have to get the Smash Bros. game and the the pass. Which I'm totally going to get anyway. So it's a win-win situation for you uh, if you want to get that. So that's coming out tomorrow. Be super excited for that. Get hyped. Uh, I know I am. Uh, The next thing is... Let's see. What else? Speaking of Nintendo... Do I have anything else on Nintendo? I think that's all I have on Nintendo. Anyway, moving to the next thing. Um, I just want to point out that Far Cry 
is getting a new game. Now, supposedly, again, it's supposed to be kind of revealed on the Video Game Awards show. Uh, whatever on that. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, not to Far Cry. I love Far Cry. That's gonna be tight. But, just whatever to the Video Game Awards show. Because they're blah. And then, guys, speaking of things that won't die. And blah. <sighs> Resident Evil movie reboot funds a new director. Okay, seriously? Why? Like, I just, I really hope Mila Djokovic is not in it. But, yeah, I, yes, they're remaking this. I just, why? Why, just let it die. But whatever, you know what? It's Capcom. Why am I even like, oh my God, let it die? Because Capcom's the masters of reviving things. So, that's, whatever, that's, whatever. Um, moving on to other things that won't die. So, Fallout 76 and Bethesda has been in some hot fucking water lately. Super hot. Um... None of, so Bethesda won't give back the money, and now there's even rumors that the customer service leaked some information of the customers online somewhere. Oh my god. Uh, not doing so well. Uh, the game has been split down the middle. Um, more so people hating it than loving it, but hey, there's that. Um... I don't know, guys. I, I, when I saw and heard about Bethesda doing Fallout 76 a long time ago, they were talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to have, like, it's going to be online play, and it's purely on. I was out on that, because I really think, and, and I've told people this, and I think I'm alone in this, but I really think that's what happened. I think that they set up the... I guess what do you want to say? I guess they they kind of set up the project fail because a long time ago, um, you know, Interplay had a very had a very big idea to do an online game because they saw how much Elder Scrolls was making. They're like, hell yeah, we want to do this, and um, you know, they went back and forth with Bethesda because Bethesda's like, no, we got the rights now. Fuck you, don't touch our game series, and it's. It was just all over the place. Um, so there's that. Uh, just if you bought 76, just watch out. Uh, nobody's happy with them. Because, I mean, even on top of not returning the money and, you know, it, leaking the customer information, they also, I forgot to mention this, they also fucked everybody over with the bags. So there are a lot of people who bought Fallout 76 bags, or they, they bought the, the special edition that came with the bag and the helmet. And the bag was supposed to be this nice, rough duffel bag that was made out of real leather. And they got the bag, and it was it was awful. It was like a $5 bag. It's terrible. Uh, so just kind of watch out. I would re If you hadn't got that game yet and you're interested in it, honestly, to me. Now, some people will argue with me and say, no, I loved it. I think people are just overreacting. Uh, I've seen the game. I've seen someone play it. I don't like it. Uh, I, I think it was a waste of time and money. And uh, I would highly recommend getting it on sale. Now, what I mean by on sale, $19.99 and below. I think that's when it's a good time to grab it. So, there's that. Um, anyway, moving right along uh, to the next thing. Oh, also forgot to say, these are just a few other things. Uh, Nintendo, is. there's rumors that Nintendo may release the Metroid Prime Trilogy 
on the Switch. That would be awesome. I love that series. I would love to play it again. I have it. I just haven't played it in so long. Um, and yeah, updated graphics and fixed stuff on Switch, that'd be dope. So there's that. Check that out. Um, again, that's rumored to be announced at the Video Game Awards. Um, you don't even have to really watch the awards show if you don't want to, guys. You can just wait like until it's supposed to come on, wait an hour and a half it goes off, and it'll all be all over IGN, Kotaku, all the major like places, whatever. So, yeah. There's uh there's that. Let's see what else. Something else I want to talk about. Oh yeah. So and <laughs> in response to Mr. Elroy's uh Cowboy Bebop. Uh yes, there is going to be a Cowboy Be that ah, can't talk. There's going to be a Cowboy Bebop uh remake or live action uh on Netflix. That is confirmed. His name is Shinchinero Watanabe, uh, or Shinchinero Watanabe. Um, he is on board with the project. Uh, he is supposed to be helming it. It is going to be 10 episodes, all live action. Now, I gotta say, I'm, I'm a little nervous, because Elroy was right. I am a huge Cowboy Bebop fan. Huge. I have the blue, well, I don't physically have the Blu-ray set, but I have the HD set online. I bought it digitally on a great deal, great sale, um, and I've, I grew up watching that as a kid. I love that series, and I really, really hope. Now, I mean, I can't stress this enough. I hope, I hope the live action is good. I don't want it to be done. It makes me nervous. Like I didn't, I didn't want them to do it because Death Note was awful. Uh, Bleach was was cool according to other people. I haven't seen it myself, but everybody says it's good. They're just gonna need like seven or eight movies to get to all the story arcs, and they're absolutely right. Uh and Full Metal Alchemist was terrible. Um Pat Labor was also kinda the same and Attack on Titan. So as you can tell, they haven't had a good run. Now there have been Good runs of live actions. Rerun and Kenshin was really good. The Gantz live action from way back when was really good. Uh, Guyver wasn't terrible. It just wasn't like the anime. But it it, it was still pretty good. Uh, and it did have Mark Hamill in it. Bonus. Um, so whenever someone says a live action. Because Ghost in the Shell is terrible. So anyway. Well Cowboy Bebop. They gotta come with it. You know what I'm saying? They they can't just okay. Here's all these crazy. No, that is very near and dear to my heart, and they gotta come with it. So I'm hoping that Netflix won't piss off all his fans. Because I mean, seriously, like you don't even understand. Cowboy Bebop and Trigon was so good. Even the soundtracks for those were really good, especially Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop is one of the few animes that had a universal. Just all types of music soundtrack. It was one of the best soundtracks ever made for an anime. And I'm not making that up. I'm not just being biased. Everyone who has listened to Cowboy Bebop soundtrack, whether they're, you know, here in the States, in Japan, anywhere, can all agree together that that was a great soundtrack. So, I'm really, really hoping 
that'll be good, because if not, I'm going to be super upset. So, there's that. I hope it's good. I'm praying, because if not, I'm going to really kill somebody, like, for real. And, and please get a good Spike Spiegel. Like, I know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Benedict Cumberpatch. I know he wanted to play Spike. Uh, they wanted to get Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, I can kind of see, but it's going to have to be, like, a good, like, he's going to have to really play that role, because Spike is a very silent yet charismatic character, and he does round out the entire Cowboy Bebop, like, cast. So, they got to really bring their A-game, especially since it's only going to be 10 episodes. Um, and just for everyone who doesn't know, Wantanabe, the way he does his, his anime, the way he did Cowboy Bebop, is that it was every episode was its own short story or own short film that didn't have any kind of correlation to the others aside from just like main correlations like the add-on of characters and just record, recurring like history about his characters. Um, so as long as he brings that back, I think the project will be good. The, the real, the big thing is just finding good actors. Like, yo, if you're listening, and I doubt they're ever listening to this, but, like, even if you gotta go international, go international. Just make sure all the characters fit each other. Like, make sure Jet is the soulful old man, you know what I'm saying? Make sure Spike is a charismatic character. Make sure Faye is the, the drop-dead, but just ugly personality female. Make sure... You know, Ayn is a smart dog. And they just make sure that Ed is just Ed. You know what I'm saying? Like a zany, wacky kid. Um, so, I, I just really hope that's good, man. I do. Because, damn. If not, man, I'm going to be really, really upset. Um, On the anime side, you got a few things happening in the anime world. Uh, moving on to that. So Funimation and Hulu sign like this new deal where Hulu and Funimation Entertainment is gonna release a lot of good anime um, over to Hulu again. Uh, a lot of people were worried because I think there was some kind of upheaval between Crunchyroll and oof, uh, Crunchyroll and and either Funimation or Bandai and. I think they finally all kind of sat down and squashed it, but yeah, if you're a, if you're a Hulu uh, owner or part of Hulu, you are about to get some good anime, because they just signed a great deal to where they're streaming a lot of good stuff, so there's that, um, and let's see what else, what else is going on here? Oh, yeah, if you're a fan of Gintama, Gintama just wrapped their second full-length film, uh, which is crazy. I, I can't believe that that's insane. Um, Yeah, no, it's out now, so if you're a Gintama fan, the, the second film is doing gangbusters. Wow, it opened last year? And it was the third highest grossing Japanese live action film of 2018? Wow. Man, Japanese love their movies. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, also, 
Bones is ooh nice. Bones is coming out with a new anime called uh, Carol and Tuesday. Can't wait to see that because of course my boy Shinshichiro Watanabe is going to be on top of that. That's going to look cool. Supposedly the anime is about survey says. Has he has he told us anything about it? Because this is the second time I heard about it, but I don't know what it's about. Huh. Okay. No, still hadn't revealed a storyline yet, but, uh, yeah. No, it's looks pretty tight. He's released some of the characters. Definitely has that smooth feel of Cowboy Bebop to it. Like, I can't wait. So, there's that. Uh, whatever he does is always really smooth and really interesting, so I can't wait to see that. Um... Yeah, that's really about it on that level. So, I also want to talk about, if I have enough time, let me see, what am I at right now? Okay, I got a little bit of time. Um, real quick, I wanted to talk about this uh, this game that I got into. Um, uh, and, and so, I can kind of call this a uh, mixed ingredient, or yeah, mixed ingredients. So... I played a little game, and I don't, I don't know if you guys know about it, but it's called uh, The Quiet Man. Now, if you're not familiar with The Quiet Man, uh, I talked about it a little bit when I was on the show with Shogun from Government Name, uh, but I really didn't go into details about it. So I finally sat down and played it, and I think I'm at the end of it almost. Um, so a long time ago... Uh, I think it was like a year ago, maybe even more than that. A year and a few months ago, uh, Square Enix released a trailer called The Quiet Man. He was just a guy beating up all these people, right? And so it was like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of weird. What is this guy, you know? Um, And they didn't show anything else. It reminded me a lot of The Bouncer. And so I was like, huh, that looks like The Bouncer, but I want to see, you know, what it is. So... Square Enix never said anything else. They just brushed this game under the carpet. We never saw anything else about it. Flash forward to now. A week or two ago, it first came to my attention when I was looking for another game that I wanted to buy. And then it came up. And I was like, wait, The Quiet Man? Like, I remember this. I remember the trailer for this. And the game came up, and it was only $14.99. So I was just like, huh, okay, that's weird. That's a weird price for that. But, you know, that's kind of cool. All right. But the way they were showing it, it looked like it was going to be a big-budget AAA title. But in actuality, it wasn't. It was, um... It's it's a very small yet cinematic game. So, I've been going back and forth, and I was like, man, I don't know if I want to get it. Uh, okay, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna get it when I get a chance. So, I finally got around to buying it, and uh, I popped it in and played it. And, yeah... Guys, it's a game, it's a beat-em-up game that tells you nothing and you have no sound. Now, when I mean no sound, you literally don't, like, there's sounds, but you literally don't hear any of the words for anyone. You play a main character named Dane, and he's deaf. Now, the beauty of this game and also the tragic miss it would probably, like, just kind of threw people in a different direction about it. And it's kind of fucked up. Is that you don't get any of the story. There's no subtitle. There's no how to play this game. Nothing. All you get is just visual. 
and you get like a weird like they kind of make a noise like if you just heard people talking but it was just audio no noise like just like it was just like oh okay like you you know they're making noise but you can't make it out it's just like just rubbish almost right so <laughs> here i am playing this game and i'm playing it for like oh i think when i finally sat down i played it for like three four hours straight and i mean literally it's just it, it is literally you just have to make the whole story by way of context they don't tell you why he's looking at something or having a flashback and even when he goes to the flashback they still don't have sound people are literally talking but you can't they don't show you words you can't understand anything and like he actually talks and you still can't understand anything so um so here are the pro and cons of it, right? The pro is it's very unique and very original in terms of telling a story. Uh, no one else has done anything like that before, and that's crazy. Uh, here's the downside and con to it is that they're not telling you shit about the story. Like, I kid you not, like, I still don't know what the fuck is going on. I have ideas of what's going on. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And so you literally go through this game and you're just like, eh, okay. The pro is the combat is really good when it's good. Here's the con. They don't teach you how to play the game. You have to figure out everything by yourself. Like, they literally, after they come from one scene, they just put you in the shit. And you're just there with three guys standing around, they come to beat you up, like, you know how to play the game, you're just like, I, w wait, what do I press, like, what, no buttons, they don't say attack, anything, no, they just have at it, and so you're like, oh shit, okay, and so you just kind of go into it, and it's like crazy stuff, uh, so I'm fighting through the game, and like I said, I've come to the end, I have not beaten it yet, because I, I had to get off of it to do something else, but uh, I'll keep you posted on that. So my final thoughts on the Quiet Man. Because that's all I can tell you. I mean, the graphics look great. Every, it's just you're playing a game with no kind of direction. And you're just kind of strung along. And you just have to use context clues to, as to what to do next. Um. So my final thoughts on it. I think it's a neat and innovative idea. And I think... It's very original, but my problem is, is that you can't have a game with story, and then you don't get any sound to it. Like, even, like, it would be totally different if the character was just mute completely and deaf. Okay, I get where they're coming from, but even when he sign languages, there's no subtitle. Even when he literally talks... And I know he can talk because you see him moving his lips. There's nothing and you can't hear anything. That's kind of a problem because if I want to know what's going on in the story or when I come to important parts or what I need to do next, it's kind of rough. Like, I'll give you an example of when this kind of fucked me over. I was downloading the game and so, you know how PlayStation gives you the whole it's ready to use? Like... I keep forgetting that that means you can play the demo part of it or you can play a certain part of it and then the game just stops after that. Well, that's what fucked me over hard with that game the first night I played it 
is because when I was playing it, I kept getting to this one scene, and I played it like twice, and I had to do a lot of things before I can get back to that scene. And again, you have to just sit through it. You can't. That's another bad thing. You can't fucking skip the cinematics. So you're sitting there with just weird sounds, but no direction, and you gotta watch this shit two or three times if you die, which you can't die in this game. It's dumb, but yeah, you can die in this game. So I get to that part, and every time I get to this one part, it would just, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to go, what would happen, and I look online, no one talks about this part. It just keeps going to the, for everyone else, just goes to the next chapter. And so that's when it kind of dawned on me. I was like, oh shit, just maybe, maybe this is the part where the game's not done. And sure enough, I go back out and I look, it's still downloads. I'm like, fuck, I know that's what it is. So I was just like, ah, okay. So like, I had to stop playing the game until it fully downloaded. And then even then, like when I went back to that part, it just automatically, it, it was dumb. It That's what it was. But that's what I'm saying. If I had direction in that game, I wouldn't have been like sitting there for like 30, 40 minutes to an hour. Each time I got back to that one part, like, okay, what do I do? Maybe I have to do something. I pressed all the buttons, went to different places, and nothing happened. Um, so, in conclusion about the game, if you want something new and innovative, and you just want to take a gamble on something, uh, definitely check this game out. Uh, but it's not for everybody. I can tell you that now. It's it's like an experiment with your $15. Because it is only $14.99. So, um, I have like all kinds of feelings about the game and I think when I get to the end some things will make sense um but I'm not really sure now here's an update on it uh from what I first knew about it is that so later on after they released the game Square Enix also released an expansion pack to it called The Answers where it goes back after you finish the game and like adds in the actual dialogue and the sounds around you of what's going on so you can listen to the actual story so i have to finish it and kind of guess what happens and then i get to the answers part and it'll just totally let me know what actually happened so that's that's kind of gonna be fun i guess that was kind of the part of the experience and kind of the point uh but i'll just have to see uh, i'll give you guys an update on that later on after i play it um, which I'm sure Elro, if he's listening, is just like, well, why the fuck would you even play it? Whatever, dude. Like, just, why would you waste $15 on that? Anyway, um, it's okay. It's not for everybody. It's definitely an experiment. Um, uh, I would say it's one of those, like, mediocre exper- experiments. Uh, not like Killer7, where it's a great experiment. Like, that's one of the greatest games ever made, and it's an experiment. Uh, this is kind of like, man, like, if you're bored and you got $15 to throw away, try it and just experiment with it. But I can't tell you this is, like, the greatest game. I can't even tell you it's a good game. It's an okay game. For that price, for $14.99, if you don't mind, like, trying something out and trying to experiment out, go for it. But I don't recommend it for everybody. So, yeah. I, yeah. That was me playing Quiet Man, which was just like, oof. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, guys, that was the the big Thursday episode. Um, I'm totally excited for Smash Bros, which 
By the time this comes out, uh, I will be, I'll be at work probably, but then after work, I will be heading over to the good old shop and picking up my copy of Smash Bros, which I can't wait to play early. Um, so yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be a great day. Um, again, guys, thank you so much, uh, for listening to the show. I'm so sorry we've had these split shows. Again, it's scheduling, and, you know, we're all trying to do the best we can. It's just, it's been kind of crazy, but I appreciate you guys rocking with us so far. Thank you for liking the solo episodes. Um, and yeah, just, just remember, you know, vote with your dollars and support, support everybody, you know, support people you like. And then, uh, speaking of support, you can find us everywhere, uh, the nerd plate, except for on Twitter, where it is at plate underscore nerd. Um, yes, we're still trying to find that guy and kill him. But, yeah, you can, like, hit us up. Uh, if you got any questions or comments about the show, you can either drop it in the comment section, uh, when I drop the show, or you can send it to the nerd plate podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us your email, tell us how we're doing, if you have any questions, let us know, um, yeah, and our number one fan, you know who you are, um, I saw your, your comments, and I gotta see, I think you sent another email, we hadn't forgot about you, we hadn't been ignoring you, it's just, um, with the, with the different scheduling conflicts, me and everybody have not been able to get together, and answer your questions you might have together. So we are going to answer those. And that is going to be taken care of. We just, you know, we got to link up together. So hopefully we can do that uh, this week coming up. Uh, or, or next week. Or next next episode. Next week. Whatever. Anyway. Hopefully, you know, we'll link back up. And I'll escape uh, Earth 4. Because, yeah, I've been stuck here for quite a while. And uh, it sucks. So, guys, until next time, remember, the Nerd Plate is your place for your heaping helping of black nerd culture. Uh, You guys enjoy, keep playing video games. Remember, I play video games because I like to feed my imagination, and I hope you do too. And I'm Rockman3k3, you know, the one with the lanyard. I'm out, guys. I love you guys, and thank you for watching the Nerd Plate. The Nerd Plate! See you later. We out!